Hi there. Welcome to another episode of our brand new podcast. This is episode two. It's kind of part two to what our first episode was all about. What was part one? Remind me again. We talked about four gaps with self-care. Yeah. Uh, from the book onward. Talked about the knowledge gap, which is just, I had no idea. Didn't know about that. No clue. New Never information. Brand new information. Mm. Then we talked about the skills gap where I know that I need to do this. I just don't know how. I don't have the abilities. Right. Um, then we talked about a will gap, which we talked about really is about motivation and just apathetic. Don't really want to do that. And um, then we finished with emotional intelligence gap. Oh, that was a big one. Yeah, why don't you tell us about that one? That that one um, was the one that resonated with me the most. That was the, uh, I have too many other things going on, too many other people that, that need me to take care of them. I just, I don't have time to take care of myself. I don't deserve to take care of myself. That's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. I think a lot of our listeners probably, if they're struggling with self-care, probably uh, that probably resonates with them as well. For sure. So our second part was... Closing the gaps. Closing so those gaps. we know what the gaps are. So how do we how do we close those? Don't you always love to go to a PD as a teacher when they tell you all this information and give you knowledge, but then you ask the question, so what do I do with this? <laughs> now or, what? Now what? <laughs> and uh, I'm sure many of our listeners have probably experienced that before. So hopefully the second part right here will kind of be that now what um, yeah. to our first one. For sure. We don't want to just, you know, give you information and leave you high and dry. Say, take care of yourself. <laughs> so how do you address a knowledge gap? Because we said that that one's kind of maybe is the least one that, you yeah. know, like most people know. I mean, we have so much access to knowledge. Like you can look up anything. And then, you know, if you're on social media, then you're going to learn stuff whether you wanted to learn it or not. Like you're going to mm-hmm. know about things. So that one's, I don't really know. I guess to close that one, you, you have to know that you don't know, right? right, right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you have to, I think you have to identify what it is. Maybe that's the aspect of self-care that you don't, that you know you're struggling with or you know you need to improve on that care, but you don't really know about it. Right. So like, you know, I deal with anxiety and so... If, I, if I've identified that as something that I need to work on to better take care of myself, then, like you said, we have access to all kind of things on the Internet and mm-hmm. things and journals and medical things and talking to our doctors to get more information about how can we better handle or deal with or cope with our anxiety so that right. it doesn't take over us emotionally. Um, so that would that's kind of an easy fix once you identify maybe an area. Mm-hmm. If it's physical, if it's the it's eating better, if it's getting more sleep, read up on it yeah. and find out things. Sure. Um, and I think in finding that knowledge, you probably will also um, figure out how to do that. Like there's strategies in there or till it'll, it'll talk about things. So you can get that and you could get that from others, you know, talking to other people yes. who are in that same boat. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you're you know someone who's already going through it or has been through it before, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they're more than willing to you know give you the information that they have mm-hmm. and share the skills that they've had to build up. So right, just gotta ask. Yep. So asking questions is kind of the the start to closing that knowledge gap and skills gap. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So how do we address that? How do we close that wheel gap? You know, that that's um that's a hard one there. Um there's a a wheel gap not really motivated or wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. Knowing what we need to do and doing it is sometimes a hard Yeah. It's a hard jump. Well, that's like a you have to have that internal motivation. You got to find it from somewhere, right? I mean, if yeah. you if you know that exercise is what you need and you know the skills that you need like you know the exercises you need to do then you have to find the motivation to get up and do it and that can be hard that can be really hard especially when because you know self-care isn't always like physical if you but if that's one of the things that you need help in that's one of the things that you need to improve in is your physical self-care but then your mental self-care is also there and you're like, but I really just want to sit on this couch mm-hmm. and just take mm-hmm. a breather and not do anything. It's like, how do you, how do you find the balance between, because a lot of people have different aspects of self-care. Right. So I guess you got to find the one that's, I guess, more pressing. Mm-hmm. Deal with that one first. Yeah. And I think you, sometimes probably what, if we've done it before or we've tried to do it before and it didn't go well, mm-hmm. then the next time around it's like, I tried that. It didn't work. Yes. So then you have less motivation. I think that partly comes in when we set unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. like Or, you know, we, we know we need to work on this particular area or take care of ourselves, whether, like you said, it's physical, mental, emotional, whatever. And so we, we, we expect, I'm going to try this, I'm going to do this, and then, like, by the end of the week or next week, it's going to be so much better. Um, or we set like, you know, like a run or something, if it's an exercise or go for a walk or, or take time to listen to music or write, whatever, like we'll do this thing. Like I need to do it for an hour and you don't have an hour, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you get frustrated by that. So I think we kind of have to be, be real with our expectations and know that just like anything, it takes time, takes practice. Right. Um, and I know like some of the barriers I was reading on another article is like that we don't have any motivation for self-care. Sometimes we um, we think that it's going to take too much time. So mm-hmm. we think uh, that we don't have the money. Right. You know, maybe if it's doing this, joining the gym, whatever it might be, we think we don't have the money. So there can be all kind of reasons why we don't have that motivation. Right. Well, also, if you've never experienced the benefits of self-care like you were saying like you try something one time it doesn't go the way you expect it to and so you just don't do it anymore like Mm -hmm. if you don't work at something to the point where you're gonna see the progress and see the benefits then of course you're not gonna want to do it Mm -hmm. so I think once you finally just jump in and start you know start taking care of yourself in the way that's best for you and you start to feel better then you're gonna automatically be more motivated you're like okay well I need to keep this up and maybe if I keep doing this I'll be able to do something else that Mm -hmm. will help me take care of myself. Yeah. And sometimes that motivation doesn't come from you. And as much as we want to have that internal drive to do it, we might not. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest one of the things is just having someone to hold you accountable or someone to do that with. And like you said, if you've got people that you're open enough with and y'all are both trying to work on whatever aspect it is of self-care, doing something together, or if you can't do it together, I mean, we are in pandemic times Mm -hmm. and uh, not always together, but at least be able to talk about it or, or encourage people to c- keep that up when you feel like I, I'd rather just sit here and not do that. Yeah. Um, you have to have people check in, in on people. How's it going? You mm-hmm. know, and and encourage them to keep keep going with that. So the emotional intelligence gap. Right. How do we close that gap? 
see if I knew. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I would have. (laughs) Well, in order to close that gap, I think we have, it's a mindset change. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think we have to get to a point where we block out the net, the, the negative things that we feel about it. Like if we feel that it, like for me, sometimes for a long time, I thought when I heard that word, it's like that to me, that was a sign of weakness. Like mm-hmm. you just got to push through stuff like self-care. Like, I mean, if I'm being honest, I thought that was like snowflake kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Like just toughen up, suck it up. Life's yeah. tough. Like, you know, one of those new generation type things, you know, young people are self-care, but oh, yeah. I'm old. I wouldn't know anything right? about being Right, I'm young. older than you, so you you know, we don't self-care. You just get up, put your bootstraps, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and go <laughs> on. Um, so a sign of weakness or a vanity measure or something like that. And, um, and then not feeling like you're worthy. Right. There's a lot of different reasons that people feel that. A lot of past experiences, a lot of life things that have happened, um, a lot of things that have been said to them, and that just kind of has become what they think about themselves and the value they put on themselves. And mm-hmm. so, um, how do you change that? How do you get someone or yourself to feel that you're valuable enough to spend 20 minutes a day doing something to take care of you? You, you don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> <clears throat> so. I mean, we spend all this time. Well, I mean, I do, and I'm sure other teachers do. I spend all this time trying to instill in my students that that they are important, that, that they matter, that I care a lot about them. And I know that there are people who say the thing, same things to me, like people pour into me and tell me that I'm important. But there comes a point where... I'm like, am I though? Like, am I really? And I know that's silly. Like, I know deep down, like, of course you're important. Like, of course you are. But it's just, it's hard to, I guess, take a step back and really, really believe those kind of things. Because like you said, past experiences. I mean, I will tell you one thing that I believe works really well that that still kind of has a stigma around it, but I feel like nowadays... Um, people are more open to it. But like going to see a therapist or a counselor, someone mm-hmm. who is a professional, someone who is licensed to to help you, to talk through things and help you see where your gaps are and how how to fill them. Because it's really hard to do on your own. Like you, you need someone's outside perspective. Right. That was a long way around of saying, go to therapy. It's great. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Well, if you so need you're help. addressing another point that had a that had a stigma, and I think it's getting better. Um, yeah. And people look at mental health as just a huge issue and a huge topic, and uh, lots of folks are talking about it in our circles and educational circles, mm-hmm. and not just with our kids, but with our staff. And that, you know, for a long time, it was again a sign. Of people looked at it as a sign of weakness, like mm-hmm. or that. Maybe there is something chemically or something going on and that you look at that a little bit different now with the research that's come out. But, mm. um, I mean, I can say from a male perspective and maybe just my perspective that, you know, at a time when I was mentally and emotionally not where I wanted to be, um, it had to get to a place like rock bottom. 
<clears throat> to uh, to a point where I would actually go and talk to a doctor mm-hmm. about what was going on and how I was feeling and you know those things and it was tough. That's that's a big step. It was for me and I'm yeah. sure it is for other people mm-hmm. to to admit that I'm struggling with something. Yeah. Um, and again, it goes back to that whole you've got to acknowledge what the issue is before you can fix the problem. And, right. Um, and it was very helpful, at least, to kind of get me on the right track. And, um, but I think so much of this emotional uh, intelligence gap kind of comes from, you know, your feelings of yourself and mm-hmm. what kind of value you put on yourself. And so there could be all different kind of reasons why you feel the way that you do about yourself or don't right. feel like you're worthy of it. So then, like, how do I close that? Like, how do I change? How does a person change? Um to put themselves not not above everybody else, but to put themselves as a pro- a priority, mm-hmm. not necessarily the top priority. Right. But let's but just get ourselves one. in the top five. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, and that that's a that's a hard thing to do. But I would say one suggestion for closing that gap would be to surround yourself with people who uh, are positive that see you as valuable and and are there to um, encourage you and tell you your worth, you know, show you with their actions that you're valuable, that you mean something because repetition helps. Like Mm -hmm. if, if you keep hearing something over and over and over again, you start to kind of believe it negative or positive. Right. So Mm -hmm. that would be my thing is if you're in a negative, if you've got negative people in your life or people that are tearing you down or people who are saying negative things about you kick them out you got you're, you're done with them they're gone they're gone defriend re- un- yeah. unfriend unfriend unfollow them, block unfollow. Yes. do all the things all but the you know you talked about repetition um and surrounding yourself with people who are gonna fill you with positivity and kindness but internally with the positive self-talk too like if mm-hmm. you're constantly talking yeah. negative about yourself that of course that's what you're going to believe about yourself so yeah. changing that narrative changing your inner monologue Great about yourself yeah. would help as well so your external factors that are that that you want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with positive and then internally mm-hmm. acknowledging sometimes when you are talking to yourself negatively when you are saying negative things about yourself or feeling right. down like and and recognize it and then switch it mm-hmm. um as much as you can and then and uh, it's a podcast we're talking to educators and i don't know what your beliefs or your backgrounds are that are listening to it but it's our podcast so we can kind of say, what we want <laughs> say to, whatever right? so we like want. spiritually you know it's easier for me because of i have to continuously remind myself that my value my worth comes from um my faith and it mm-hmm. comes from what god says about me so um it it just kind of, it kind of helps me realize that what I think about myself is not the way my creator thinks about me. And right, so yeah. That's just one way for me that I try to close that gap because I'm not somebody who thinks highly of myself. So I have to remind myself of, of that a lot. Same. But then that tying in with that, like you, you have, you know, if you have this plan in place of how you're going to close the gaps, the things that you're going to do, the steps you're going to take there's there's going to be something that's going to come up that's going to make you immediately want to be like okay well I'm not going to do it then like trying to prevent you from from closing those gaps so you got to have a plan in place like when these stressors come up when this stuff comes up where you're going to be like okay well 
I got to go do this instead, instead of yeah. taking my taking care of myself. So, um, I know that my my plan is going to be, you know, you have to be proactive about things. You have to um, try to prevent things from happening. So, you know, spending a lot of time in the Word, spending a lot of time in prayer, and like you said, acknowledging because my self talk mm-hmm. is hardly <laughs> ever positive. And a lot of times I don't even realize that I'm doing it. And then suddenly I'm listening to, you know, the things going on inside my brain. And I'm like, how did I even get here? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. stopping and acknowledging that something is happening that's preventing me from taking care of myself. And then, like you said, switching it around. So you, you, have, to, you have to have a plan in place to prevent it. But then when things do come up, you have to acknowledge it, notice it, and then do something about it. You can't right. just let the you know let it continue in the right. same pattern so two parts of that what you said was good I, to add to that would be one make make you a priority mm-hmm. so schedule it put a time yeah. whatever because if you don't schedule it don't put it on the calendar or don't make a note that mm-hmm. try to be consistent with it it's not going to happen right. right we don't plan mm-hmm. it it's not going to happen we don't schedule it second point of that would be things do happen stuff does come up you do have like a child that's sick and or i got a parent i've got to go take care of or this big thing's coming up and we got a family night at school and i didn't get home so you have to be able to give yourself grace right you just don't want to fall into that thing of like well i didn't do it tuesday and i didn't do it wednesday Mm -hmm. so fall out of habit (laughs) and then the next thing you know you're kind of whatever gains you made from the self-care you're going to lose right and be back in that same negative cycle or same place that you were trying to get out of. Mm-hmm. I hope that we have tried to help you with understanding how to close the gaps or at least gave you some things to think about um, yeah. uh, and strategies maybe uh, for how you can put yourself as a priority. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it might be tough work in the beginning, but you got you to gotta do the hard things sometimes. And I think it's worth it. I think doing the hard things to to better yourself is going to be worth it in the end for sure right so uh, a quote that uh was that i first heard was um, from perry noble when he was at new spring church in a book he wrote called overwhelmed it was it's okay to not be okay but it's not okay to stay that way and so i just think about that it's you got to um, give yourself like i said grace with where you are and not Mm -hmm. beat yourself up about it it's okay. We're all going to be in those low states, socially, emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever it mm-hmm. is, but it's not okay to stay there. So right. got to find out what we need to know. And then we got, we have to work at closing those gaps. Yeah. Awesome. Great job. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us again. We'll see you next time on That'll Teach. If you let it. <laughs> <laughs>